suckers, it's me. Just wanted to go ahead and let you know that I have a new podcast out because I can't just talk about ADHD, can I? We'll get into more of that later. But it's called, well, I say it sucks. It's literally just complaining about movies, TV, books, any kind of media that seems to be irritating me at the time. Sometimes I do it by myself. Sometimes I do it with friends. It's a good time. And uh, the link is in the description. So if you would like to listen to that, Go ahead and head on over after you watch this or listen to it. But then, then you're good. So, yeah. Other than that, let's go ahead and get onto the video, shall we? So before I get into it, because I'm getting better at this and remembering to do it every time, if this is your kind of thing, please, please, please make sure that you like and subscribe. Uh, if you're listening, do the same because it helps cool people find me, helps me find cool people, and what else is there in life, right? And if you're looking at this and you're like, okay, who the hell are you? I'm still not entirely certain. Let me go ahead and fill you in a little bit. My name is Ariana. I am an ADHD coach with ADHD. And uh, I work with people from a productivity standpoint. I don't just work on productivity though. It's just that that's generally where I start from because we tend to be really rough on ourselves about what we do and don't get done. So usually starting with that tends to lead into uh, us talking about all kinds of things, how we are uh, expecting ourselves to show up, what we consider productivity to be. And uh, yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. Any whoozles, uh, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. These are things that I have found a lot of my clients, a lot of other ADHDers, me, uh, tend to deal with in the way of shame. And I just wanted to speak on those because they drive me crazy and I started to realize that we are not being fair to ourselves by being upset about these things. And uh, my first one, my number five, if you will, uh, is struggling with hygiene. Um, I think a lot of us are embarrassed to admit that we struggle with brushing our teeth or bathing because, you know, Nobody wants to be the stinky gross person, right? However, you are not alone in this. And just like not being able to get up to do something that you know you should do doesn't make you lazy, not being able to force yourself to brush your teeth and shower does not make you gross or disgusting. And that goes for pretty much anything where that can occur. That can be, you know, depression is another one where that's very common. And that doesn't mean that you're disgusting. It means that your brain is sending you signals that showering or brushing your teeth are not priorities. And you kind of have to wind up working around that. Um, I do want to make it clear because I do think that some people sometimes take offense to when you say that they have to try to do something. They think that means that you're saying they're not trying hard enough or that their ADHD symptoms are all their fault. And there's no fault here. This isn't anybody's fault. But moving forward and figuring out what works with your brain does take trying. It does take a, some effort. Um, and, you know, ADHD brains can sometimes hate that extra effort, but it's worth it. It can be definitely worth it. And uh, this is no different. I myself actually struggle with getting uh, into a place where I am up for brushing teeth. Um, and that usually can be because of a couple of reasons. It can be because you have a sensory issue, which is very common for us. It could be because your brain just doesn't see it as urgent. Or it could be that the whole thing just feels like a lot of work. 
and if it feels like a lot of work and it's not something that you particularly want to be doing at that time, your brain can absolutely try to stop you from doing it. And there are things that you can definitely do. The things that I like to suggest are making it fun for yourself, you know, getting a, uh, a Bluetooth speaker so that you're listening to music in the shower or uh, body doubling for brushing teeth. So brushing teeth with your partner or a friend or, you know, really, I mean, honestly, anybody who'd be willing to brush their teeth with you at the same time if you have somebody you can call, you know. Um, but just trying to make it so that it is something that your brain doesn't mind doing quite as much and won't try to keep you from doing. And that can be one of the ways I suggested or any other way. But when you are thinking about this kind of thing and you feel ashamed to admit that your brain won't let you take care of yourself, that is not something to be ashamed of. You are not alone. You are nowhere near the only person. And it's just a thing you have to work through. That's literally all it is. Okay, so number uh, four or two, depending on which way you've decided to count, is asking people to repeat themselves. Um, we really feel like we're being annoying uh, by asking people to repeat information that they've told us. And I get it on some level, right? It's frustrating to have to ask somebody you've met four times what their name is. Been there. But again, this is kind of an it is what it is situation. You can't really get upset and thrash against the fact that our brains are not the best at absorbing information that is only given to us verbally. All it's going to do is make you feel bad about something that you generally, you genuinely cannot help. So honestly, instead, you have to do a couple things here. And one of them is another thing that ADHDers are really bad at. So I guess we could add a half point to this one. And that's asking for what you need. We are really bad at that because again, we fear being annoying because we've been told our entire lives that our very personalities are annoying. But here's the thing. People don't know how to help you if you don't ask. So own up to it. And doing that in its own way sometimes takes the shame out of it. Say, hey, if I don't write it down, I'm really bad at remembering it. Is it possible that you could repeat that to me again? Or, hey, you know, would you mind sending that to me in an email or writing it down or putting it in a text message for me so that I can remember it and you don't have to repeat it? And all in all, no matter how you feel about this, Keep in mind that if you are asking for someone to repeat themselves, you care enough about the information that they are trying to give you to actually try to learn it. And if that person is pissed at you for actually bothering to try to understand what they are telling you, fuck them. Yeah, that, that's how I'm going to end this one. Fuck them. Number three, which is number three, whichever way you're counting it, honestly, uh, talking to yourself. A lot of us talk to ourselves, a lot of us aren't going to admit it, and it's really kind of sad because the whole reason that we're talking to ourselves is because we don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of. And I know that talking to yourself kind of gets a bum rap. Um, a lot of people are afraid that they're going to look, you know, quote unquote crazy. They're like, oh no, if I'm, if I'm talking to myself, that's mental illness, right? And it's like, First off, mental illness kind of has its own stigmas that maybe we need to talk about another time. But 
Second off, you're not imagining that there are other people there. You're not hallucinating. Really, the reason why a lot of us ADHDers talk to ourselves is because we are what's called external processors, which just basically means that we're the kind of people who need to get the data in our brains outside of us in order to put it in an order that makes sense. So when you're talking to yourself, you're basically just trying to get that information that is flooding your brain into an order that you can follow. And I do this all the time. Like, honestly, I will suddenly think of like four things I need to do and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna feed the dog uh, and then I'm gonna put the dishes away and then I'm gonna finish this video and then I need to answer that email. And I will say it out loud to myself and sometimes I'll even say it out loud to myself as I'm finishing or over and over again. And it's not because I am, you know, talking to an imaginary friend. It's because sometimes hearing that out loud will help my brain process that information in a more linear way. And if you're sitting there saying, okay, but Ariana, what about like those full on conversations I tend to have, especially when I'm upset? Even more so, you have a lot of emotions or a lot of thoughts or a lot of ideas suddenly flooding your brain and your brain just doesn't know where to put them. And so they're all coming out. And essentially, if you're doing it without being able to like take the time to sit down, that's probably because you're feeling rather urgent about whatever it is you're trying to figure out. And so that's the moment uh, to let yourself talk. And if you can't, then write it down get out a uh, Google Doc and type it down. You know, if you're at a party, go to a bathroom and like talk to yourself in the mirror. Who the hell cares? The whole point is that you're trying to understand what it is that is going on inside your head and you are not the kind of person who can just pick those threads out without having some sort of external way to appreciate it or experience it. So you're just thinking out loud. There's nothing to be ashamed of there. Ed Sheeran even literally did a song about it. Second to last, whether you're counting it as four or two, would be how you care for your ADHD, whether you're using medication or not. And I mentioned in my video before that I'm no longer taking pharmaceutical medication, that I'm managing myself with herbs. And it's been a very interesting way of seeing how people just care way too much about how others are taking care of themselves. Uh, and I will admit, before I started this, I was definitely on that really hard side of the spectrum that was like, yeah, I'm not going out and licking dew to fix my brain. Thanks a lot though. And now I am not on the other side. Uh, and I, I can't stand the other side of things either where people are like, oh, you're taking pills. Okay, well, enjoy dying at 20. Like, you know, and you're already 30 and you're like, well, this is really stupid. Um, the point being, I am directly in the middle and being directly in the middle shows me so often how people constantly want to feel like their way of handling things is superior. And honestly, we need to stop caring. If you wanna take medication, take it. If medication doesn't work for you, if you don't like medication, don't take it. Figure out ways to work with your brain without it. It's 100% up to you 
And it is not anybody's business how you choose to care for yourself. That's just all there, there is to it. Okay, so moving on to the last one, my number one or number five. And uh, that is something kind of close to my heart. It comes with an epiphany that I've had recently uh, that I have been trying to make sure that I share with as many ADHDers as possible because it's very important. Um, and before I tell you exactly what that is, I just want to tell you a little story. So recently, uh, I wasn't posting to anything. I wasn't saying anything. And it was because I had zero creative flow. Like I just had no ideas. And for me as a creative, it was very hard to deal with. Um, I was really kind of depressed about it. And as I was trying to figure that out, I sat back and I started allowing myself to really think. And I realized that I was feeling trapped. I was feeling boxed in by uh, what I do as an ADHD coach. And at first I was afraid because I've done this before, right? Where, you know, and how many of us have, have done this, probably all of us, where I've been like, this is, this is it. This is my calling. And then like, you know, a few months down the road, I'm like, no, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something else. And I was like, oh man, am I, am I changing my mind again? And, uh, I realized that I was feeling quite similarly to how I've been when I've dropped things like this before but that it all came down to the fact that I just didn't like that I was being forced to talk only about one thing ever. And that was the only thing I was allowed to focus on. That was the only thing that I was allowed to give voice in. That just wasn't for me. And the more that I thought about it, the more that I realized that it was an ongoing pattern throughout my life uh, of doing something, only being allowed to talk about one thing, getting really frustrated at the fact that I could only talk about one thing and then bouncing. And that's because we live in a world that tries to tell us consistently that the only way to do it right, quote unquote right, is to only pick one thing that you want to focus on, focus on that one thing, do that one thing until you die, and that's it. And if your mind wanders to anything else, if you have multiple interests, multiple fascinations, and you can't just pick one thing, then you are flaky, undisciplined, and not to be trusted. And that is a very painful way to live when you have ADHD. Because if there's one thing I've noticed that we pretty much all, and I'm, I, I always hesitate to say all, but a lot of us have in common is that our minds feel best when there's newness, when there's novelty, when there's plenty of stuff to keep our brains occupied and busy and interested. And when you are essentially told, you can't do that. You have to pick one thing. That's where many of us fall apart. A friend of mine, once uh, said to me, and I had no idea anybody else felt like this, and it was amazing to hear. She said that for a while she felt, and I can't remember the exact wording, but basically that she felt like she was being squandered, that she wasn't being used to her fullest potential, that there was this big burning fire in her that was just dying. And it's funny because when I worked in corporate America, when I worked in a cubicle, 
I would bring a journal to work every day and at you know 1920 I was writing this like emo poetry about how the fire within was dying and how I felt like I was meant to explode and and take over the world with my my heat with my fire and instead I was I was just burning away and that the I don't know embers were were smoldering I think is the right word I think and I realize now that that comes from the fact that I was not allowed to honor all parts of myself. So the term that I use, this number five or number one, whatever you want to consider it, is uh, self-integration, is, is not to feel ashamed because you're not picking one thing and focusing on that one thing and sticking with it forever. Most likely, the reason why you have had so many hobbies that you've picked up and dropped is because nobody has told you that it's okay to do those hobbies once in a while when the mood strikes and for yourself without having to make money from it. Nobody has told you that it's okay for you to spend money on a hobby without having to earn that money back. Nobody has told you that if your brain wants to think about 14, 15 different things at one time, that's just the way your brain works and that that actually can come to an overlap that makes some amazing, incredible, awesome things. And when we're not told this, right, we tend to feel ashamed every time we have to tell our friends, hey, I'm doing something new. Hey, I've got this new project going. Hey, you know, this project that I started that I'm no longer doing. We constantly feel like we have to have something that we do and follow to the end every single time. And that's not the way our brains work. Now, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, that, that's the way my brain works, then great. But uh, so many of us, so many of us are not told enough that if your brain likes to travel multiple paths at once, that there's nothing wrong with you, there's nothing wrong with that, and that you can still be happy and make sure that you're honoring all parts of your interests. Like, yeah, I can talk about ADHD, but I also really like herbs, so I wanna talk about that. Maybe I want to go ahead and play some video games. Maybe I want to stream those video games someday, possibly. Maybe, you know, I want to write a book. Maybe I don't want to write a book. Maybe I'm going to start a book, put it down, and pick it up again three months from now. Who the hell cares? It's nobody's business. Nobody's business. And especially because when we are left to our devices, we come up with some really cool things. So... Be easy on yourself and try to follow those strings as best you can. That's my suggestion to you. Anyway, hopefully that's helpful. Uh, thanks very much for watching. Drink Plenty of Water uh, podcast. Link is in the description as well as a bunch of other links. Thanks very much for watching and I'll see you in the next video.